Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands is a podcast for the go-getter, the visionary, the harmony seeker, and the life enthusiast who is ready to stop forcing and start flowing through life, love, and business in a way that is in alignment with his or her true self. Hosted by life coach and business strategist Jillian Bolands, this show will allow for you to energetically and logistically recalibrate through gratitude, inspiration and powerhouse pep talks Jillian style with a whole lot of truth and even more love. Join Jillian each week for morning empowerment talks, uplifting interviews, and the opportunity to create a life of fulfillment by discovering and stepping up as the true you. Let's shine. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands. Oh, my goodness. You guys know whenever I start off a podcast episode saying, oh, my goodness, I've got an incredible guest for you. And today is no exception. I've got my dear soul sister, this glowing bright light, Christina Santiago, in my presence. We are here sharing space. Christina has created Exist Brightly, which is a brand. I know I'm like, hold my heart. It just, Oh, it just makes me feel so warm. It's like an internal hug. Um, it's a brand that's just so beautiful and so divine feminine and so swirly and creative and all things brightness. It's just incredible. So Christina, thanks for being here. Girlfriend. I am so honored, so excited and so grateful for you and your presence in my life and this podcast and all the juiciness that you are bringing to my space, my heart. So thank you for having me. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I receive that. I receive it. We could go on gushing love about each other because we are so good at that with each other. I don't know. Christina and I, we are part of the same mastermind. And for some reason, like, it's just like the, oh, I see you. I see you over there. I see what you're doing. And we've literally been communicating um, a little bit through social media, but we really met, we did a deep dive on Christina's podcast. So I will link that in the show notes, but um, go make sure that you subscribe to that as well. And girlfriend, I just like, I'm so excited to be able to bring this true depth of knowledge and love and sisterhood to my audience. And I would love for them to get to know you. So who is Christina? How did she get to be here now? Tell us all the things and then I will break it apart in different questions and pepper you with some goodness throughout. Mm, let's do it. Salt and pepper, salt and pepper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, my name, like Jillian so kindly said, is Christina Santiago and I am the fire behind Exist Brightly. And my journey in life is all about serving women to celebrate their sacred. Mm-hmm. I find time and time again that we get so separated Mm -hmm. from our divine ritual, our divine feminine, from that connection to spirit Mm -hmm. because we fill our lives with busyness. And I totally been there, done that sister, probably going to get there, do it again, because that's just what happens. And what I've really come to terms with is that personally, I find myself to be like a spiritual amplifier. Mm. People kind of connect with me, come across my past, and I love to juice them up. <laughs> you, yeah, you well, you are juicy. You are the epitome of like all things juiciness because you're just oozing with this divine feminine beauty, this goddess mm. power. Like, honey, you are, you've got sparkly twinkly, twinkly lights all behind you right now. <laughs> like you are juiciness. And, and it's so divinely timed because I'm finally starting After doing about a year's worth of my own deep dive into the divine feminine, into ritual, into the sacred world that is the feminine goddess and beauty, now I'm like, oh, I just want to talk about nothing but this. And I've and and now my listeners, my my amazing tribe, they're like, um, teach us all the things on all of that. So Mm. it's cool because I don't know if you feel like this too. And I want to know, I feel like I'm a trailblazer with this and it's my honor because this is the stuff that matters. This is the stuff that we are yearning to learn about right now. <sighs> breathing that in, girlfriend. Yes. All of that. And I see you. Yes, you are lit, sister. Just yes. like you said, blazing the trail because this is the communication. This is the talk that we need to have with ourselves and our sisters yes. to 
breathe into that permission, which I, I actually do not like that word, mm-hmm. but, but I understand. But we need to give context to it because mm-hmm. so many of us feel like we need it. So I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I don't like that word because I've done the work to know that I don't need it. However, the humanness is is still mm. catching up to that right now. And our <laughs> sisterhood is still trying to grasp a hold of that concept. Bless our human selves. No kidding, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, seriously. Yes. And so often I find that women, they want to have these permissions, these rules, these boundaries around what ritual is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm girlfriend, maybe just put it out there. It does not need to look like anything, but Mm -hmm. your own personal practice, your own way of expression, whether that's dancing, dance party, whether that's holding a crystal. First of all, you don't need to have a definition of what that crystal might do. Mm -hmm. If you're feeling attracted to it, girlfriend, tuck it in your bra and walk the walk. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So to that point, can we, before we get down the the path of like what rituals will look like, let's define a ritual. What is a ritual? What, and because that word feels kind of funky for some people, that word feels very, I I don't even know, like witchy or, um, or even has a religious connotation. What does ritual mean? What is it? Absolutely. Ritual is. Let's say you get up every morning, you make a cup of coffee. Mm. Damn, morning ritual. Yeah. You know, let's say that you put on your favorite pair of bedroom slippers every night. That's a ritual. It's anything that we show up to do in those moments of nourishment. Mm -hmm. And most often they happen in a repetitive form. So going to yoga class, Mm -hmm. ritual. Like I like to, it's this, it's a really round, robust word Mm -hmm. and it's very free. You can you can have a ritual that really, you know, includes like prayer and candles and your essential oils and your crystals, or it could be a two minute deep breathing session in your car before you hop out to pick up the kids. Yes. You know, you described that really well. Thank you. And I love that you actually, um, you presented it as that, that freedom that we don't have to feel bound by ritual. It gets to be free because I think for me, stepping into this work, and I think a lot of my women will appreciate my saying this, it, the word ritual felt very rigid and very stuck mm-hmm. and very box-like for me for, for a very long time. Good little frog. Um, and I'm, I'm just glad to feel the opposite now. So walk us through that. You are the fire behind Exist Brightly. <laughs> you are just like the epitome of all this beauty. Walk us through ritual. What does that feel like? Why do we need it as the divine feminine? You lead the way, sister. I will go where you lead. Yeah. Um, so what I have found in my life is when I don't take the time to honor my self-care ritual, mm-hmm. I get off the track. I get into that place, that Christina that's like bitter, tired, overwhelmed, you know, just has somehow invited all the stuff into the life, but nothing is feeling fulfilling. So for me, what I have come back to time and time again, Jillian, is that Ritual helps to ground me. Yes. It is this space of like, hey, I know I need to do this for me because this is how I get to show up at over 100% for myself, which then gets reflected in the world and the work around me. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, this is all about uplifting one another and Mm -hmm. helping to shine so brightly that our world just gets lit up. You know, Mm -hmm. you feel me? Yes, I do. (laughs) Now, let me ask you a question that probably 98.7% of my listeners will ask, where do you find the time? How do I create, how do I create time for this? Time is a big deal for my women who feel like I, I'm holding too many balls already. The kids need me over here. My husband needs me over here. Work needs me over here. I don't have the time. I don't have the time to prioritize my own rituals. What, how do you tenderly speak to them? I love you, girlfriends. I love you, sisters. I see you out there doing the thing, working the work, loving as freely and as ambitiously as you can. And I just want to remind you that every moment is an equal opportunity. Mm. So we get to choose how to honor ourselves. So 
in this space right here, right now, you know, maybe you just even right now want to take a big stretch, get big, you know, let your arms go out, let your spine get tall, take that moment. And what I love to discover is that I take more and more of these moments and that leads me down this path that all of a sudden it's like, wow, I have 30 minutes to mm. take a hot bath or I can just drop an essential oil into my shower so that in the morning when I'm getting ready, it just aerates and I feel, you know, that essence coming around. Mm. Time is all we have. Yeah. This moment is all we have. And if I can just invite you to soften around, again, the rigidity that you need to have an hour, you need to have, you know, the house needs to be perfectly quiet. It's like, how can we make this a fun exploration to discover what aligns with you in your life right now? Yes. Oh, I love it. And thank you for that. And, and to my sisterhood, to our sisterhood, like take those words and just breathe them in. The ones that stood out to me the most were that you get to grow into them. Over time, you discovered you had 30 minutes. And I find that too. I our, our very um, kind of all or nothing mentality got in my way at the beginning. I felt like it had to be perfect. Amen. I had to have this amount of time. But now it's like the more self-care I take and the more meditation time I take for myself, the more I am, you are damn sure I'm going to create <laughs> for the rest of the day because it just, it makes me feel so good. And I know how that gets reflected back to my children, back to my clients, back to everybody in my life. It didn't start off that way. At the beginning, I was like, okay, how quickly can I do this so I could just get it done? And now I'm like, oh, wait, I've got 10 minutes in this little pocket that I normally am scrolling social media. I'm totally meditating in that time now. Like you just begin to realize I can get more of this in. And there's something about like planting your flag in that claim. And being, oh, yes. My time. And once you start to realize that and you get like a little taste of it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It so not- let me, let me ask you this. Deserving of that time, right? So going back to, we don't need permission. We are worthy of this time. We know these things to be innately true, but we feel... I, as women, as caregivers, as doers, as do all the thingers, we feel like we don't deserve that time for us. What, is, what are your feelings? What's coming up for you about that? You were born. Mm. You are deserving. Oh, yes. You are here. You are deserving. You know, it's, yes. there's this like, we're peeling back the layers yeah. around this and we're all of so many, all of us doing the work right now, right here and realizing like, wow, this life is a celebration and opportunity for joy. And I do deserve, and I am honored to be here. And this is a practice, right? It's this ritual is a practice. This self care is a practice and it's an, a truly honorable exploration. Yes. Oh, I love it. You have such beautiful words. So this is amazing. Let me ask you, who was Christina before yeah. all this work? How did you possibly get here with, you know, standing so firm and like, I do deserve this. I want this. I need this. The world is bettered when I take care of myself. Where was she? How, how was she born? What were you doing to help her to rise from whatever it was that you were in before? Yeah, absolutely. So I am a career tattooer by nature. I started tattooing when my I was around 23 or so, and I really developed a career out of it. And my partner and I opened a shop. And <clears throat> where I'm going with this is that I was actually, I didn't have really a dream of my own. Mm-hmm. I was very clear that I was meant to change the world mm-hmm. and didn't know how. And I'm so lucky that I came across my partner who has a very clear path Mm -hmm. or at that time he did, you know, and I was, I admired his discipline. I admired that I'm a fire. I'm attracted by creativity. I want to do this, this, and this. And that's so easily, you know, the buffet of life can, I can definitely overfill my plate. Yes. Yeah, totally. So it took me a few years to really master my skills with tattooing. And then I, I, what I realized, girlfriend I was still not filling my own personal heart space and feeling like I was putting out into the world what I really needed to put out. And that was a really hard, um, gosh, that was a hard place to be. And I'll be completely honest, completely transparent. I was drinking a lot. Yeah. 
And I was filling my space with this um, acidity, this kind of bitterness and like literal poison because I felt guilt, shame. I felt that darkness around like... Was it because... Sorry, not to to interrupt your flow here, but was that guilt and shame out of that place where you realized you had kind of hopped on his path or was it just a perpetual thing that from, from earlier on that of course you did that. So we're going to cover up all, all, like kind of cover up all the prints in the snow. Yeah, that's a great question. It was, I think a little bit perpetual because I actually, I love tattooing. I love it. It's so fruitful and it's such a beautiful form of expression. Yes. But I also realized that I got so much skill from that and especially in just the self-care and the discipline. It was, you know, it's a huge part of my path, mm-hmm. but there was still something there. You know, I'm one of the people that has been blessed with voice. I yes. don't really fear speaking. I don't really fear putting myself out there. So there was something that was just not clicking and I was doing my best to like mute myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what happens is that, you know, you try and it doesn't work. And I, I literally came to a, a T where I said, okay, either you got to try yeah. or you're going to die, girlfriend. Cause this is just not, you know, it was like, we're going to either stop and like live this life of, uh, gosh, what do I... I don't know what to even say. Like mediocrity is the only word yeah. that's really come up where you're just totally. like settling. But I, you know, I can't settle. I just no. can't settle. Can't you're not a settler. No, no way. Like there, you have not a settling <laughs> bone in your body. And ladies, like wait till you see how beautiful this soul sister is with her tattoos, with the artwork. It's just incredible. And I love so much that you're honoring the fact that you know why you hopped on to your partner's train. You are that fire and you are just so drawn to that creativity. So there's, there's magic in that. There's so much honor in that. And also you get to grow and you get to do your own thing as well. And if we could find a better quote of you got to try or you'll die, I, I, you'll be hard pressed to find one. Like that is the best thing ever. And isn't that true? And it seems, it seems extreme, but actually let's think about it. When the more we stifle what we feel called to, the more we don't do what we really want to do, the more that we don't allow ourselves to even dream into it, the more we feel ourselves actually withering away, like and and being buried under all the things, everyone else's expectations and dreams and hopes. And it's like we 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 suffocate there. So I commend you. This like what a beautiful realization. And then from that point, how did you rise? What were the things that you first started doing for yourself? Totally. So I had to, I had to liberate myself from this bad habit of getting quiet. And that included freeing myself from alcohol. So I I stepped out of that space and honored um, that there was, like I said, you know, I got to try. So that was the first thing that I removed so that I could be a little more spacious and I wanted to feel more rooted in who I am. What I was doing was getting like really wishy washy and then feeling like I couldn't grasp my ideas. It was this vicious cycle. So by removing that for me, I was able to step into myself and to feel healthful in my body and just to start taking the small steps of like, whoa, I'm thinking clearly. Yeah. (laughs) Might not sound sound like much girlfriend, but you know, Oh no, it's a lot. I can make a decision that I like, I can feel and hear and just imagine into like the opportunities that are going to come from me making this decision and serving my higher good. And then really it was this exploration, you know, I've always loved crystals and energy and I'm very, I consider myself very empathic. Mm -hmm. So this was also a way for me to free myself from the fear of feeling those feelings. Yes. Kind of like getting into my power because that, that was a big, big commitment for me. And I'm still walking that path and I'm still understanding the depth of those feelings and the depth of that connection to person to person yes. and community. So it's been a fun, liberating, uh, terrifying ride, mm-hmm. but you know, exist rightly came about, uh, it actually started before I really made that commitment to walk 
that walk. And I, like I said, I knew it was in there. I knew the seed was in there. So I started, you know, a little podcasting. I started to write. I actually, I was a yoga teacher. I'm certified yoga teacher as well. So that's been in, you know, it's been in the bones. Yeah. And I just really offered myself the opportunity to embody it. Mm. Oh my God. And that was so freeing to really like see myself, see yourself, beautiful woman out there, see yourself. Oh my goodness. I love it. And I love the word embody so much. Like that is just such a powerful world word because what is required in embodiment is feeling, feeling. And we as women have been taught not to feel. And, and that's just that's just a very blanket statement, I understand. But also, we've been living in a patriarchal society that's very linear, that's very go, 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 have the plan, get the goal, get after it, you'll sleep when you're dead type of mentality. And we've been taught, like, I don't have time to feel that feeling right now. Oh, something doesn't feel right right now. Just push it to the side. I got to get to work or I got to get that email out or I got to go. The kids need this. Like we've been taught not to feel. Or then of course there is the, the negative connotation with our female cycle, right? With the, are you, are you PMSing right now? Like utilizing that against women. So for me, how freaking yes, I'm going to feel my feelings. How freaking yes, I'm going to celebrate when I'm PMSing. Cause I don't know. I don't know if I shared this part of my story with you, but I didn't have a period for 14 years. And in 2018, I healed my body enough to finally bring a period into my life. Both of my babies are IUI babies. I did not have enough estrogen. Hormonally, everything was off. And so now I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm PMSing. I'll be in like the worst mood, but I'm like, but I get to feel this. This is part of the experience. And allowing myself to feel these feelings helps me to embody more of who I am, which helps me to embody my message. So thank you for even bringing that up. It's just so powerful. I love it. And I love where you've kind of taken this also. There was a serious disconnect for uh, me and my period as well. Really? I just, I, I wanted to ignore and just like, power through it. And so for the first, let's say, uh, you know, 10, 12 years of having my period, I was like, all right, whatever. I would do the same things on the high point and on the low point. Yes. And not even worry about it. Now I'm like flatlined. Yes. (laughs) 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 But it's, I love it because I realized that for so long I powered through these feelings because I felt like I needed to keep up like, yeah. who was I keeping up with? Like, I don't know. I don't know why we do that. Like, who did I think I was actually racing against? I don't know. Girl, <laughs> yes. At the time. <laughs> and then, you know, you get to that place of severe exhaustion. And again, the bitterness, resentment. To me, those are very, um, mm, those are the darkest feelings. Yeah. Because they weave in your gut, in your chakras, and they can really really put a like a poison through you and yeah. i i wish i had a better word but it's that is kind of i see this like undulating black veiny yeah. kind of like moving through your system and it's uh that is the space i think that really when you're feeling those feelings and i'm just taking a moment here to like yeah yeah i breathe into that, that. cuz my fire my body like those feelings are spaces that I can really harness, which yeah. is not a good thing. And I want to put this out there because if you're one of those people that you burn hot, then I know that that flame on the other side is that darkness. Yes. So can we breathe into that? And can we honor this moment, right? Moment by moment, every moment is an opportunity to breathe in to release that. Yes. And to just let that go and let yourself see yourself, breathe into your work, breathe into your message and yeah, just be embody. Embody. It's so beautiful. What does, what is the premise of Exist Brightly? What specifically are you helping people with? What is, what's the mission? Um, how are you serving people? How are you utilizing the platform to guide women? And, and is, it, is it just women? Is it women and men? Because for me, primarily, um, I'm speaking to my ladies. Like, that's just, that's what I know. That's what I love. That's what I'm, my soul is here to do. So I'm just curious specifically within the context of your business, like, what is it that you're doing? Yeah. Can we celebrate our sacred? That is your invitation. Can we celebrate our sacred and bring that 
feeling, bring that magic, bring that sparkle into as many moments as we can every day yes. and create this idea of like, yes, I, I deserve to, you know, work with this crystal. Or if you want to sage your home or smudge your space, like go for it, girlfriend, do what is going to brighten you and lift you. And I do feel like my business speaks more potently to women, but all are welcome. Mm-hmm. You know, always, mm-hmm. if it aligns with you and encourages you to live your brightest life, then come on down. Yeah. You know, I love it so much. Talk to me because I know I have cyber stalked you enough to know that you love the moon. And (laughs) I too have had my own, my own just like reconnection with that beautiful goddess in the sky Mm -hmm. and what we all feel connected to. Guide us along whatever path you'd like to, because I know that my ladies are super interested in learning about the moon, the cycles, the energies. Talk to us about whatever's coming up for you. Oh, I love it. Absolutely. So to go in the completely opposite direction. That's okay. That's what we're here for. (laughs) We're going to, we're going to come on back. The sun is so hot and so, um, bright and so linear that for me to balance that fire, I've had to learn to honor the moon instead of taking it for granted. And there are several different ways to do that. And I just encourage you as you're exploring your own sacred power and your sacred ritual to my invitation for you is to discover the new moon energy versus the full moon energy mm-hmm. and to see what comes up for you. New moons, we typically align. It's, you know, it's darkness. It's mm-hmm. like the seed is covered and that seed can be whatever you your new message. It's your dreams. And we're just popping it right under cover. Yeah. So it's totally dark outside. Yeah. So this is really the greatest place for you to like, get quiet and to dream because yes. it's, we have these next few weeks to bloom into this fullness. So as the moon comes around and embodies her fullness and shines this light, we then get to reflect. Yeah. So this light then, you know, we can go, but I like to kind of go back and give grace and give gratitude for the month during a full moon, yep. kind of go back and like, just say, wow, thank you. This has been such a powerful month. And these are the things that lined up and that bloomed. And maybe these things didn't work out, but let's, you know, I, it's a very revealing opportunity during the full moon to kind of get clear on all that's going on and to re-envision because then it goes back down. There's like the cycle of letting go. Yes. And then we come back to the new moon. So it's really this beautiful harmony of birth and, you know, birth and death and just over and over again, this opportunity to dream big, see what's working, see what's lining up and then letting go of what you expected or what you wanted to control. Let's (laughs) dig it around there. That's exactly where I want to go right there. So, so first of all, let's start with dreaming. Let's start with Christina, how do you go about acknowledging your dreams? How do you go about dream creation? We have many dreams that are within us that are innate, that we know, like we know, like we know. We also have many dreams that we get, that we cover up um, because we're living our life through the lens of other people. How, how do you personally go about the excavation process of uncovering the dreams? And maybe you'll have to dig back into a previous version of you that had covered herself up and needed to do the, the peeling back. But how do you go about revealing the dreams that have been really, really tucked in there? Yeah, absolutely. This is a really powerful question, Jillian, and I love it. I love that we get to go here. I know. It's so fun. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that I trust that we can go here and that you'll take the space to really feel into it Um, because, you know, there's no expectation that people answer a question in like two seconds for me. I actually like when people are like, oh, let me just feel into that for a second. So thank you. (laughs) Yeah, totally. What I, what's coming up right now is the first step for me to really discovering and giving myself the freedom to dream was journaling Mm -hmm. because this is like a private space where I can like pour out some of the deepest dreams that I have that just sound like ridiculous, you know? (laughs) Yeah, 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 totally. But it's such an honor to put them on paper because then you're like, okay, well, it doesn't really sound that crazy if I want to, you know, 
be a speaker. I want to launch a podcast or I want to have my own business, whatever it is, like putting it on paper somehow it simplifies it yeah. and it makes it this, it makes it an opportunity instead of like, you know, just this, this force. That yeah. Have, you know? Yes. I love that. And just starting that, that journey of getting it on paper is really for me, very powerful. And then, you know, then maybe I toy with that idea and I kind of like, what does that look like? What is the work that might be involved? And at some point in time, there comes a place where you are asked to speak it. Mm-hmm. Verbally allow this dream to rise through your body and to be spoken in your voice to a friend, to a sister, to a family member. And once I feel like once you allow that seed to float from your core, yeah. the universe says, Oh, I got you, girl. Like, yeah. we gotta do this now. Here's yeah. this person. You know, like <laughs> I love that you said that so much. I'm running a program right now called Dream Quest. And um, it's something that I'm gonna turn into a, an evergreen opportunity for people that it's just so juicy, it's so potent, it's so freaking good. And I was talking with um, the women in the group, and we were talking about the importance of clarity of our dreams, not just for us, but the reason, the second reason we need that clarity. I mean, the first reason, of, co- of course, is so that we can know it, so that we can embody it, so we know what we're feeling and swirling and creating and, and really breathing life into. But the second reason is so that we can articulate it, so that we can communicate it, so that we can ask for support where we need it, whether it be from a spouse giving us support of a little bit more time and space to go do this thing or support from um, a soul sister online who you've seen, you've seen has done this work and could she give you a couple tips of advice, whatever it is. But that's so powerful that you brought in that piece of the second you say it, not only is it understood between you and other humans, but the whole freaking universe is like, I'm on board. I'm hopping on the bus. Is <laughs> it? Let's go. Like, let's totally. there is an energetic, like something locks into place. It's like, all right, gas pedals ready to go down. And it's so, so important. We forget that part, but it's the most yeah. important piece. And it's so freeing. Like, because yes. we hold on to these things out of perhaps fear of judgment, or we don't think we're ready. And there's just this moment of like, <laughs> like here it comes and it's I mean, coming out is this really right happening <laughs> am i really saying this out loud it's like an out-of-body experience exactly <laughs> like whoa whoa i just went there what was i doing but it's this it's freeing and it's it is this beautiful invitation and the universe is not only going to invite you on the bus it's going to drive the bus for you yeah if you're but, willing to let go of the wheel and because who wants the control of the entire universe? I don't. I thought I did. I functioned like I did for many a right. moon. But so let's go to that next step in the process. So we've got the dream. We're allowing that dream to to be planted. We are, we're planting that seed with the new moon. We're allowing for it to grow as the moon grows in fullness in, in the beautiful night sky. And then we get to that space of the full moon. Everything is illuminated. We can see all. And this is another sticky point. This is another fear point for many, many people because there it is. We can see it all, including what hasn't happened yet, including Mm -hmm. the goals that we set that haven't come to fruition yet. So how do we deal with that witnessing in its full luminosity and then the releasing control, releasing the expectations, releasing that anger that comes when it's like, well, I thought I was supposed to just plant the seed and then the $2 million was going to fall down my chimney. Like how, how do we release the expectation with, and of course you can do this at any time, but just to keep up the conversation with the moon, with that full moon really going back into the darkness with the new moon. How do we release that expectation? Because that's hard sometimes, Christina. It's freaking hard to do. (laughs) And it sucks sometimes. Let's be honest. Our human is like throwing a fit because it's like they said, they said I could plant the dream and then it would come true. But we all know that dreams not coming true are as much for us as dreams (laughs) coming true. So you talking to an Aries here. So uh, (laughs) like... 
<laughs> that is, I, I totally get that. And I have that conversation so many times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I consider myself a professional of letting go. Excellent. Great. <laughs> Teaches your ways. <laughs> yes. So, you know, you mentioned it, that the human in us is on a timeline. The human yes. in us is really connected to expectation and to control and to wanting to know, well, how is this going to look and how is this going to unfold? And I really want it to look like this. So it has to go this way. So I'm going to like push in this direction, despite the fact that there are opportunities or people or messages arriving from this side. Mm -hmm. So again, this is kind of where we come back to that sacred ritual, mm -hmm. taking that moment of like, whoa, 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 like pull back, pull back. And I love, one of the things that I love to do is to really expand my vision yeah. because girl, when I get in on a goal, it's like bam, 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 and just gets so linear and yes. so tunnel. And I don't give myself the space to breathe into all the subtle nuances that are actually working in my favor on the outside of my vision. Yes. So this full moon energy, this reflection, like pull back, slow down, drop in. And again, give that grace, give that gratitude and work in the moment of now to feel, to feel that, ah, that release and also the joy of realizing your dreams. Yes. So if they haven't arrived, arrived can you give them that patience? that understanding that everything is working in the way that it needs to for your ultimate best yes. and breathe into that feeling of like, Oh yes, this is so exciting. My dream is on its way. I have this little postcard that I made. It says it's already happening. It is. Yes. I love that. It's already happening. Like let it go, let it go. And let yourself, if you need to cry, like I'm about to cry because I'm like, yes, this is a I conversation I, I need it. it. Yes, no, it's, I can feel it. We got to let go of all those, we have all strings attached. Yeah. You know, we don't have a no strings attached relationship with ourselves, with our lives or with our dreams. And sometimes there's something to be said for this, snipping those cords of expectation, snipping those cords of control and letting yourself just like, it's like, releasing an anchor you just bounce up bam you know and you're free yeah and yeah that is where the dream moves to you i love so much of thinking about expectation as almost a captor a capturer someone that holds us captive expectation mm -hmm. is that place that we feel stuck we feel like we can't move because this is what we expect and this is what is expected of me and i must do all the things right and what if we allowed the universe to do her own swirly, beautiful thing in her timing and, and bring to us always, or not bring to us, but have faith that she's bringing to us always exactly what we need in exactly the moment that we're in. And, and it's hard to not feel disappointed, but I think the more we allow for ourselves to really tap into that deeper knowing of we're exactly where we're meant to be. It helps to alleviate and it makes it more fun. It so makes it like so much more fun. Yes. Oh my. <laughs> Talk to us. I would, I just, I'm like curious now, how do, how do you choose to make things more fun? How do you choose to, especially when you're feeling the swirly whirl of expectation or, um, or disappointment, how have you managed to really find the fun and, and remind yourself of that? So this is a really a perfect conversation for right now because my partner and I are searching for our first home mm -hmm. and we want to invest in our dream home. Yeah. But we actually are moving to an RV in Florida in my parents' property yeah. before we segue or as the segue into our dream home. So yeah. this has been like a total emotional mind battle of like, yeah. why do we have to do this first? And what I've really come to is like, I just want to play with this opportunity yeah. and play with the fact that I'm like moving into a vessel that is mobile and <laughs> could literally bring us to our dream home. <laughs> you know, I'm also like cleaning out, I'm purging all this stuff that I've collected over the years and really realizing none of it aligns 
or very little that aligns with where I'm going in my life and who I am. It's really yeah. representative of who I was. Yeah. And that's actually like a beautiful experience and quite moving Yes, to, to see that. So I encourage you, if you're feeling, you know, this grip and you're feeling this expectation, I always encourage you to take a deep breath. Like yeah. wherever you're feeling that around and really take note of like your jaw, your eyebrows, your third eye, your shoulders. I love to get into the body Yeah, because once I snap out of my mind and drop into my body, it lets me feel like, okay, this again is my opportunity, my place to choose. And sometimes that can feel like it's not because these emotions are gripping in me and I feel like anger and this and that. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Breathe it out. Breathe it out. And also, you know, sometimes it can be so simple as like, if you're coming into a parking lot, can you play with trying, you know, manifesting something, maybe Always. a certain color or a parking spot and yeah. seeing what shows up. And that moment is like, ah, you still, you still with me, girlfriend. Like, yes. You know? yes. There's this kind of connection. We really, we, I feel often, I like to be seen by the universe and it feels so nourishing and it feels safe to remind me that like, Hey, you're a part of something bigger. Yeah. Yes. My voice is really important, but the work is within the community. Yeah. And this is also, it, again, it plays back to the control, you know? So how can we step back, expand our peripheral vision and just embrace the wholeness of what's yes. going on? Oh, I love that so much. So beautifully stated. And I love um, the concept of being seen by the universe. You're, you and I are both oils ladies. And I, I couldn't find my jasmine roller the other day. Actually, it had been like several. And this is divine feminine in a bottle. Like a bit, Jasmine is with me a lot of the time. And uh, I couldn't find her for a couple of days. And so I was in my meditation spot. And I said, all right, universe, we really would like your help. Like I, I'm not going to go searching for her because I don't want to stress and put weird funky energy. But I'd like for you to bring her back to me today, <laughs> please. Like... <laughs> Today, let me get specific. And um, I put on a vest later that day that I hadn't worn for probably a week and hands went in the pocket and there she was. It was like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And, and not only is it an opportunity for you to feel really seen, it's an opportunity for you to give thanks and to share your gratitude for being seen. It's just like anything. The more that we feel seen and then the more gratitude that we that we give because of that, the more the universe, like, I want to to show you again because you're loving this. You're participating in the fun of the exchange between the human and the divine. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Always, always give thanks. And that is the sacred. So celebrate that. Celebrate that moment of like discovery. Like, yes, I got my oil bag and I did you know, make this request and it did line up. And this is just breathe into that divinity because we are so often breathing into our human and breathing into our lists and breathing into our emails. And we're not relishing and savoring that moment. And that moment, we want more of those moments because that is life. That is our purpose to experience that. It so is. And for me, just taking it one step further in all my work, and you know this, but um, being able to do this so that my children are the very first feelers of the ripple effect, that means everything to me. So of course I found it in the presence of my five-year-old and I got to say to him, Cameron, look at I found this. I asked the universe this morning. I said, please bring this back to me. And she did. And like, just to be able to have that be a normal conversation in my household, it means everything to me. So thanks for giving me this space to share that story. That's so amazing. And I am just so excited about all the little ones that are being raised right now in this time. What a time. I know. I'm just so much magic. So much, like it literally, I'm not a mother, but it just warms my heart to think. You've got an amazing place. You've got incredible mothering energy, though. Like you are like mama bear for me. I can feel it. So, um, so I appreciate that so much. And actually, I'm wondering too. uh, Perfect segue. We've talked about ritual. We've talked about self care. We've talked about embodiment. Specifically, Christina, what are some things that you do for your self care um, regime and 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 just sacred time for yourself? You spend all this time giving to other women and to helping them to honor the sacred moments. What do you do for you? 
Yeah, this is, this is a great question because for years I thought that um, in order for me to take care of me, I had to isolate. Mm. So something that I have realized for, I mean, really recently is that I actually get charged by other people. So I have to, in the right communities, yeah. there's a time when I give and there's a time when I receive, when I receive. And I'm realizing now that in order for me to stay lit up and to stay empowered and to stay bright, I need to find more of these communities that are mutually lighting up. Yes. I completely agree. Yes. Yeah. So for, you know, and I, of course I love taking like Epsom salt baths. That's a huge one for me using essential oils, smudging my home. Um, I really, I do my best to get to the gym to like work some of that, you know, it's called tapas. We want to build that internal heat. So all these little things that add add up to this amazing wholeness. And then for me, I think finding those communities has been key. So literally I've been hopping on meetup and just exploring new places where I can tap into that energy because I, for years was so like, no, the last thing I want to do is see another human being when really there's something to be said for being in the presence of the right human beings. Yes. Oh, I love that so much. And thank you for bringing that perspective because so many times we hear, and I've said for myself, like give me my meditation corner all day, every day. Like that's my recharge zone because I'm actually an introvert, but like you, I need to have that exchange and, but it needs to be the right people. It needs to be people that like I can dance with it. You know, there is a time for coaching and there's a time for learning. And then there's a time for just like acclimating the energy and just being present with it all. And that, that needs specific tender care um, and yeah. and really conscious choice on my part. So that's really powerful, ladies. This is not all about sitting down in the most perfect meditation position ever. This is about really tapping in, like, what does your heart need? I have two women in my Dream Quest um, group right now who are just deep soul sisters. And throughout this process, they've amplified all their learning by getting together and having um, oil blend creation parties or going to a crystal shop together. They could go by themselves. And God knows, like, put me in a crystal shop by myself. Like, I have two kids aren't jumping all over me all the time. Like, oh, that's heaven. It's heaven on earth. It's better than Target. <laughs> But, but there's something to be said of like when you've got your sacred sister right there too, and you can, you can experience that together. Um, there's nothing like that. Mm -mm. And as leaders, I find it, I find it really common for women to want to pull back because they're afraid of giving so much, but there's this, there is this sacred exchange that happens when you do find those people that are like, they just, you can breathe into them and they can breathe into you. It's this exchange. Yeah. I love that. And I love if you're in a group, in a workshop, two things, find a buddy, definitely find a buddy and take a zoom coffee date, jump on together and just chat about your week. It's just so it's freeing to be heard and to be seen and not just by, you know, your husband, your wife, your partner. Um, but to be just by another human. Yeah. Another human is so amazing. And so often your conversation is going to reflect what you're feeling and your needs. So it's a really powerful thing. Again, you know, what are we here for? This type yeah. of connection. Um, and the next thing for me was to like, get into the room with the people that you admire, get into the room with the people you admire, because let me tell you what, these people are so open yes. and they are such beacons and they do not isolate because they know the power in community. They know the power in uplifting and in this equality of seeing and they want to see you. And they, and that, again, that being seen, it's like, it's like your crown chakra just cracks open and all the stars just drop in. And there is this moment of real, the deepest gratitude Mm -hmm. of realization that you are the gift and you are born deserving already, already. (sighs) And there are my tears. Thank you for that. Like, I felt that so, so deeply. Oh, my heavens. Christina, will you please come back on the podcast at some point? Because we've got more, we've got more to talk about. And I would, it would be my honor to have you back. Um, and maybe we explore chakras. Maybe we explore energy in other, in other areas. I would be so honored to have you back. Oh, girlfriend, sister, I would love to. This was so fun. So divine. So perfect. This was awesome. Um, just humbled and in deep, 
in deep love with you. Thank you. And, and likewise, oh my gosh. So before I let you go, I do have one more question. Um, and what a powerful one. This is actually one that I start every solo episode off with. I invite the listeners to answer this question. I actually leave dead air on the podcast for them to have a moment. But I would love to ask you in this moment in your life, what are you grateful for? I'm grateful for this breath. I'm grateful for this moment with you. I'm grateful for this land and for each of these people that are, we're all prisms in this beautiful diamond and we get to light the way. And I'm, I'm grateful we get to light the way. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was beautiful. I felt it all. I know my ladies did too. Um, Oh, sister, you're amazing. Um, where can where can my listeners find you, stalk you, befriend you, <laughs> all the things? Where are you? And ladies, I'll put these in the show notes as well, but I, I know that for me, it's powerful to hear them coming through on the podcast. So where can they find you? Please. Thank you so much. Um, I would love to connect via social media, Instagram, at exist underscore brightly. My website is existbrightlyofficial.com. Come on down, find me, Christina Santiago. I'm, you know, I, I love connecting. So yeah. all are welcome. Awesome. Thank you. And you will see Christina's um, beautiful, brightly lit face and being on the podcast image that will be created. It hasn't been created yet, but by the time this drops, of course it will be because that's how we'll announce it. Um, so you'll know who to look for. And oh my gosh, you're just such a beacon and I'm so grateful for you. Friends, it was a joy. It was. Thank you for tuning in. Share this with everyone you know that needs this message. And we hope you have a very good morning. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands. If you loved this episode, please head to iTunes, give it a heart, subscribe, share this episode with friends if it served you and you know it will serve them. And also head to JillianBolands.com forward slash empower. There you will be enrolled in my free newsletter where I will bring you tons of amazing content on energy and love and how to bring that strategically and logistically into your life. We'll talk about how you can rise into your greatest work and stand within your true self. Have an amazing day, friends. Bye-bye.